With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. David Dobe, CEO of the Phoenix. G'day, Dave. Hey, Steph. How are you going? I'm going probably nearly as good as you. It's been a great start to the season, men's and women's. It's just tremendous for the Phoenix. Yeah, it started off really well this year. Men are unbeaten, top of the table. Women, uh, third place, but just looking really, really good. And each game, the women, <coughs> excuse me, the women play, they seem to get better. Uh, so really encouraged about how the second started off for both our teams. What are your keys to, to, to what's turned it around? I mean, we've talked to, talk, I've talked to Chloe not a couple of times. We've talked to a couple of the guys as well, trying to identify what's turned it around from this season. From, from your viewpoint, what have you seen? Well, there's a couple of things. We've, we've done a lot of work on our culture and values in the off-season. We've now been one year in at our uh, high-performance unit in DCIS in Trentham. Um, and, and also the, the, we've, you know, on the men's side, we've brought a lot of players through from the academy who have come in and they've just done a great job, just slipped straight into A-League football without a blink. Look at you know, AP, Alex Paulson and goal. You know, if he's not the form goalkeeper in the league, I don't know who is. Uh, Lucas Kelly-Heel, the big left back. Um, Finn Sermon's now been given his chance at centre-back. And on the women's side, we've had some of the shackles released so that we can re- recruit some really good international players. But at the same time, again, Bought through some cracking players out of the academy, and, and Macy Fraser, who, who again, you know, I think she's the best player in the AFW at the moment, uh, and Manaya Elliott, players like this. So those teams have recruited very, very well, um, and we've had a number of external factors like you know their, our high performance unit and their cultural values, which we've done as a club. All this sort of combined, just uh, you know, to. I think really spurred the both teams along. Yeah, talking about Macy is just one of the examples. I think that that speaks volumes of the academy work and and the level just underneath the top teams that these players can come in seamlessly now, particularly in the women's game, and really make an impact from game one. Yeah, that's exactly right. We've invested a lot of money into our academy, and, and but it's and it has done really, really. Well. You look at the players that have gone through the academy, like Sarbrief Singh and Joe Bell and uh, Ben Wayne, who's now in Plymouth. Like all of these players came through the academy and, and have gone on to really good things, and we're seeing it now really start to produce in numbers. So we had four or five of the boys have come through there, and like I said, three or four of the of the women's team. The women's going to take a little bit longer to get up and running. It's not quite as much depth on the women's side as yet, mm-hmm. but that's one of the, the reasons behind the women. 
Women's Academy is to, is to bring through those players so that we are signing three or four girls out of the academy into the women's first team in the future. But if that academy is not the best academy in the A-League, then I don't know who is because that just the quality of the players and the, and the, and the, the, the sheer volume of them that are coming through is, is quite incredible. Yeah, we've had a number of texts and calls through today <clears throat> saying how much they're enjoying the Phoenix women mm. and I've watched, mm. I think, their last three games the whole 90 minutes, which is the first time I've done it and they just seem like such good people. But you talked about environment now. I'm very familiar with NZCIS and the environment down there. And, yeah, and, I've, and I've always wondered about sort of the um, unforecast benefits of having both teams together, training alongside yeah. rugby players, swimmers, yeah. weightlifters, that cross-pollination of ideas. Do you think that's got something to do with the, the culture and the environment in your team as well? It has to. It's, you're right. All of these are sort of like the intangibles that surround the club. But, you know, like you say, having that, that magnificent facility uh, in, in Trentham and all of the, you know, all the people that are there, the other codes, uh, like the rugby guys and, and, the, and the women as well, it all adds to a, a culture of high performance that we've, that we've built out there. And it has to be you know, a positive impact on, on both the men's and the women's team. And eventually, you know, over time, we'd like to take the, the academy there in due course if we can make that work. Um, but at the moment, it's just not, it's just, in terms of feasibility, in terms of space, it's not quite enough training grounds out there at the moment. Mm. But that's the next stage. But all of that stuff helps. And, you know, you can see yeah. over time that's going to be a quality node for high-performance sport in this country. And you can see it only after a year. We've only been there a year. We moved in uh, October last year. And the benefits, I think you can start to see, that they're coming to fruition now. Um, Auckland will be in the competition next year. I love it because it will bring uh, local derbies into it for New Zealand, something we've been wanting for the Warriors. We've always had it in rugby and cricket and that sort of thing. What what does the CEO of the Phoenix relish about bringing in an Auckland team? It, it, it has to be good for the for football in this country, right? Look, mm. Of course, some parts of it is going to make our lives more difficult, especially in the commercial space, given that most of our commercials are, are companies based out of Auckland. Um, and the fact that we, we've gone to Eden Park and, and go Media Mount Smart the last couple of years and done particularly well in terms of crowds. But it has to be good. Our, our ownership group, Wellnix, has been doing a lot of heavy lifting and player development over the last 10 years or so. We've invested a lot of money into the facilities and the resources to develop players. Now there's going to be somebody else helping us in that space. So it's, it's got to be good for football in this country. And if football gets bigger, it gets stronger, there's more people watching it, there's more um, corporates interested in supporting it, it has to be good for for the Wellington Phoenix. So, yeah, it might be a couple of years of pain, <laughs> but you know, ultimately, what's good for the game has to be good for the Wellington Phoenix. And so, we're pretty excited about it. We've already had a couple of chats with the new CEO, uh, how we're going to work together. You know, going to have to probably have a bit of a hand, a hand, you know, hand up and getting up and running. Um, we've done a lot of the groundwork over the years in terms of youth teams and how they integrate into the New Zealand football landscape. So that hard yak has been done already, but. No, it has to be good for football in this country. Is it hard for you? Last question, Domi. I know you're very busy. Is it? Is it? A, is it a sort of a, a challenge for you? You want the best for the Phoenix, but you also want the best for football in New Zealand. Is that, is that a little tug of war for you? Look, there's, a, there's a point of tension there, no doubt. But you know, putting on the, the New Zealand football hat. I mean, ultimately. Part of the Phoenix, we've always known at the Phoenix, we're never going to be the end product for a lot of these players. That a lot of these players, New Zealand players, young players, are going to use us as a stepping stone to go into Europe and the United States. And you know, we've seen a lot of them go through it. Like I listed a few of them before, like Sarpred and Joe Bell and Ben Wayne and 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 you know Tyler Boyd, who who you know now at LA Galaxy, but 
um, and place the United States national men's team. And all these players came through us and went on to bigger and better things. And we get that. We get that we're just here. We're, not, we're here to win the league and we're here to play well and perform well and, and make fans happy. Um, but we're not going to hold on to these players forever. Mm. So we, we kind of get that. And, and as part of, that's part of what we're here for. We're here to, to help um, and produce a good standard of football on the field and a great entertaining product, which I think, as you quite rightly put out, pointed out, both the men and women are playing great football this year. Um, but we're not going to be we're not going to be the end thing. So at the end of the day, if it's good for football in New Zealand, it'll be good for Wellington Phoenix. And uh, hope at some stage in the future, both the, the Ferns and the, and the All-Whites get through to World Cups and, and go on to bigger and better things and get out of the group stages. And we want to be part of that success story. Mm. Brilliant, Tommy. Thanks heaps for your time. I know you're a busy man. Thanks, Dad. No problems. Here is David Dome, CEO of the Phoenix. What a season they are having. Right, a quick break and a little treat for you after this. We're going to catch up with normal producer Sammy Hewitt out of the USA while on holiday.